0: Around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Living Word with Pastor Mensah Ottoville.
1: <music> and now, today's Word Deuteronomy chapter 2. We've looked at God making a way for us through the waters. Now, let's see how He made a way for Israel in the wilderness. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 7. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hand. He knows you're trudging through this great wilderness. These 40 years the Lord your God has been with you. You have lacked nothing. And then Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2 to 5. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2 to 5. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, fed you with manner which you did not know, nor your fathers know, that he might might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Verse 4 Your garments did not wear out on you Nor did your foot swell these 40 years You should know in your heart That as a man chastens his son So the Lord your God chastens you In the wilderness God made a way for Israel In so many ways And I'll highlight three of them In the passage The first way that God made for Israel in the wilderness was by giving them manna he gave them a daily provision in the wilderness everything is dry Israel could not cultivate in the wilderness they they couldn't be productive because it was a migratory a nomadic lifestyle they were moving from place to place So God says, whilst you're going through this wilderness experience, and nothing seems to be growing for you and nothing seems to be working for you, the first thing I'm going to do to make a way for you is that every morning I'm going to supply your need. Now, the manna was not food you could store. So you you couldn't accumulate it. It is something that you ate every day. So you could literally say they were eating from hand to mouth. Every morning they go, they collect something, they eat it. And that's it. You can't save it. Then the next morning they go and they find something to eat. And that's it. And they did that for 40 years. And God says, I was making a way for you. Because sometimes the the way God makes for you doesn't solve all your problems together as you want, but he makes sure that every day there is manna to eat. Every day there is something to have. The children of Israel got fed up with that and murmured. They said, God, why don't you give us a lot? He says, no, I... You are in the wilderness. Nothing is growing for you. Nothing seems to work for you. But my covenant with you is that every morning I will provide for you. Sometimes all you experience in God making a way for you in the wilderness is a daily provision. You don't get two days. You don't get three days. You don't get one week supply. You just get daily supply. But he never fails to provide for you on a daily basis. It is God's way of keeping you in the desert. Keeping you in the wilderness. And sometimes you come to a face in your life that all you have is daily manna. God never, never gives you enough for you to feel at peace. At rest. To say, okay, I have, I have enough for next week. You never can say that. And he says to Israel, The reason I did that is for you to know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. In other words, I want you to trust my word on a daily basis. And every morning when you get up, I will make sure that there is a way in the wilderness for you. You will not fall dead in this wilderness. Your bones will not dry in this wilderness. You're going to survive the wilderness. And my way of survival in the wilderness... It's the supply manna for you. It's a tiny road. It's not a highway. It's a pathway. But if you can look at your life and say, I have been in the wilderness, but every morning God gives me manna, then I'm here to tell you, God is making a way for you. <laughs> He's making a way for you in the wilderness. He will bring you out. But whilst you are in the wilderness, He makes a way for you. He gives them daily manna. And the second thing God says that he did for them in the the wilderness. Is that their garments never wore out. Daily covering. Israel did not go naked. Although most of them had only one set of clothes. And if you would think of it. They left Egypt as slaves. If you were a slave, your garments would be slave garments. I don't think they were anything fanciful. So the garment they left Egypt with, they wore it throughout the wilderness. And God says, I sustain the fabric so it will not fall apart. Because I will not let you go naked in the wilderness. I will feed you and I will clothe you. Although what you have is not enough, you will not become naked. You will not be put to shame. You will not become a disgrace. I will clothe you. It is God making a way for you. One set of clothes and God says, watch. Can you remember? For 40 years you wore the same garment and they didn't get t- tarted. God is able to make a way in the wilderness. So that the little you have stretches to cover you. That is why people don't hear your story. People are waiting to hear the disaster that will fall befall you. But God covers you every morning. People are waiting to hear, oh, have you heard? Finally, he's gone. But every day, God covers you. God protects you. God surrounds you. God doesn't leave you naked. And those who are waiting for your nakedness will never see your nakedness. They will wait in vain. You may not have a thousand pieces of clothes. But the little you have covers you. Somebody say God will cover me. In the wilderness. He provided for them in the wilderness. And he covered them in the wilderness. And the third thing he says. He says your feet did not swell. You wore shoes and the shoes survive 40 years in the wilderness in fact in Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 4 and 5 it says yet the Lord has not given you uh, no verse 5 29 5 and I have led you 40 years in the wilderness your clothes have not worn out on you and your sandals have not worn out on your feet that talks about God's daily care The wilderness is a harsh terrain. It's a very, very harsh terrain. In fact, you can walk naked in the wilderness and still do well. But if your feet has nothing on it, you can't survive in the wilderness. Because the sun gets very hot. And when you are walking barefoot on the wilderness, it's almost as if your 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 feet are being roasted. For 40 years they are walking in the sun. And not only does the sun get very hot, but there are a lot of the rocks, the stones are very sharp. So your feet can get roasted and get cut. God says, when you were walking through the wilderness, other people's feet got roasted. Other people's feet got cut. But have you noticed your feet never got cut? Because I cared for you. And He says, the one shoe you came out of slavery with is the same shoe you've been wearing. But the heel is still intact. And the mouth of the shoe is not open in prayer to God. And God, God is calling Israel to remember. He said, do, do you remember these things? Because you know, sometimes when God does these things, we take them for granted. Because the manna is daily, we don't have enough, we have one cloth, one shoe. Some people have ten shoes, but their feet are swollen. Some people have 10 clothes, but they are not covered. Some people are eating, but they are not full. But God gives you manna every day. He clothes you every day. And he protects your feet every day. You walk into dangerous places and nothing bites you. Snakes do not bite you. Scorpions do not bite you. You walk through the valley of the shadow of death and you don't die. What is happening? God is making a way for you. God is making a way for you. You step upon scorpions and still keep walking. You step upon snakes and still keep walking. You walk upon hot sand and you're still walking. You are walking upon rocks and you're still walking. Other people's feet are bleeding. Your feet looks like it has just come from a spa. As if somebody just gave you a manicure and a pedicure in the desert because Jehovah Almighty says I protected your feet I gave you clothing and I gave you food to eat in the wilderness I came here to tell somebody you may be going through a wilderness but God will feed you every day He will cover you He will care for you you will not be naked your feet will not get swollen and God will see you through There is coming a time when you step out of the wilderness. But before you step out of the wilderness, God provides for you. When God makes a way for you, sometimes it is a way of abundance. But sometimes it is just a way of preservation. He just makes a way to preserve you, to protect you, to deliver you, and just to keep you safe. And then another time he makes a highway for you. And abundance flows. But whether you are on a pathway where you are just escaping, or you are in a highway where you have abundance, It is still God making a way for you. And that's what he wanted Israel to understand. Because these Israelites sometimes didn't appreciate what God was doing for them. They wanted so much to happen that they couldn't appreciate the little things that God did for them. If you are sitting here today. And God... Has made a way for you in the wilderness Maybe the last 10 years Life has been hard Tough Your, your, your whole life is misery 15 years And you're going through One trouble after the other And, and it just it just Doesn't seem to cease But you're still here And God has given you manna And God has clothed you. And God has cared for your feet. People who were better off are not alive today. People who laughed at you are not here to continue their laughter. People who said, oh, let's give him next year. They've been saying it for the last 15 years. And look at where you are. I'm here to announce to you, God is making a way for you. And when he opens the way, no man can shut it. You don't have everything that everybody has, but God is making a way for you. And one of these days, He's going to open another door for you. It's going to be a way of of abundance. And He's going to call things which be not to be in your life. But in the meantime, He makes a way for you in the wilderness. He makes a way in the sea. He makes a way in the wilderness. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Last two scriptures. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 7 and 8. And then Isaiah chapter 49, verse 11. Isaiah 35, 7 and 8 says, The patch ground shall become a pool... And the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there and a road. It shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. I like that. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. Then Isaiah 49 verse 11. He says, I will make each of my mountains a road. And my highways shall be elevated. My highways shall be elevated. Both verses describes God's highway. A highway is generally... Like what we will call motorway," although ours has become neighborhood road. <laughs> but you know, if you if you go to some countries, they have the autobahn, or they have the uh the the interstate highways, and, and or they, they have some roads that have large volumes of traffic. They are very well paved. They are normally very large. Some have uh, uh, 12 lanes and, and just moving people. And, and, and that's what a highway is. God sometimes opens a way and it's a path. But there are times he opens a way and it's a highway. And when God opens a highway for you... What happens there is very, very different from when he opens a path for you in the wilderness. I came here to announce to somebody, God is about to open a highway for you. Three things the passages say about God's highway. First, it's a way of holiness. It's a way of holiness. God's way is not sinful, it's not evil. Though we may not be holy ourselves, but when we walk in that way, our ways are holy. Not by your own work, but by the path, the way that he opens for you. It's a way of holiness. The second thing you note about God's highway is that it does not lead astray. It does not lead us in the wrong way. I like how the passage puts it. It says, whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. When God gives you, makes a highway for you, it makes you wise. Even when we are foolish by ourselves, once we follow that way that God has set for us, we seem wise people will look at you and think you are the greatest strategist ever. You are the greatest tactician because they will look at the highway you are on and think, wow, what a master plan. But you know, it wasn't a master plan. It's just the master planner who opened the highway for you. You are just a foolish person following the highway of the Lord and the Bible says, although you are a fool, but when you walk in God's highway, you'll be considered wise. And you will not go astray. You are a bumbling person. Everybody says, oh, he can't make up his mind. Oh, he can't make a decision. He's always making mistakes. But when you get into God's highway, even the fool does not lose his way. Can you imagine if you were the field marshal or the five-star general of Pharaoh's army? And you stood on a mountain where the battle is about to take place. Place. And you saw Moses in front of the Red Sea. And he lifts up a wand. And wind starts blowing and, and the sea opens. And they're going through. And you are the general looking there. Looking at this. And then you saw your armies following with their chariots. And then they're following And just as they were getting close, the wheels start coming off. And and the chariots are not moving. The chariots are not moving. And Israel just goes out. And Moses gets out of the water, lifts up his hand, and the waters flood your, your armies. If you were there, you would say, wow! Moses is a strategist. What a strategy!" What a plan. Moses was just a foolish person following the highway of the Lord. But when you follow the highway of the Lord, although you are foolish, people look at you and say, Wow, what a plan. What a style. What a tactics. It's not your strategy, my friend. It's not your tactics, my friend. It is the highway of the Lord. May God make a highway for you. People will look at you and think, Oh, he planned it all. He knew exactly where what was gonna happen. You know you didn't know anything, you had no clue what to do. God just opened the way, you were even afraid of taking the step, and you just walked on. If that general had heard the conversation between Israel and Moses, he would have known these people were not smart. Because just before the water opened, they were criticizing Moses and criticizing God Jehovah. And they're saying, You should have left us in Egypt to die. Why are you bringing us? Now, when they go through, anybody looking on says, What a smart group. What a tactical group. These people are smart. These Israelis know how to plan, they know how to strategize. But we know the truth because their conversation was written for us and we know that they were not wise they were foolish but when God opens a highway even when the fool walks upon the highway they will not lose their way they will not go astray if God opens the door for you people look at you and think you are the smartest thing that ever happened to the planet earth you are the only one who is humble enough to know I just walked the highway of the Lord I'm here to announce to somebody when God opens a way for you just be bold and walk in it. Just be bold and walk in it. It will look like a big strategy in the end, but just open your heart and follow God. It may not even make sense but just obey the Lord. The highway of the Lord will not lead us astray. Last thing and then I close. The highway of the Lord is a place of elevation. God's way is always higher than our way. But not only is his way higher than our way, his way will take us higher. His way will promote you. His way will elevate you. His way will make people look at you as some extraordinary person. You know, in my own life, there are many things that people look at me and say, wow, Utabela is wise guy thought about this years ago. And I say, yeah, I did. I did. But I didn't. I, did. I just have to encourage them to know that I'm smart. <coughs> but before God, when I pray, I don't say, God, you, you see how smart I was. I say, God, look what you have done. I had no idea this thing was going this way. I I didn't even know what I was doing. But look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. When God opens a highway for you, even in your foolishness. You don't go astray. Even in your foolishness, He lifts you up. Even in your foolishness, He elevates you. Others may see your wisdom, but don't see that wisdom. You see God's wisdom. You see God's favor. You see God's grace. All that you see is that you were one foolish man, one foolish woman who just obeyed the wisdom of God and walked in His highway. I came here very strongly this morning to announce to somebody, God is making a way for you. I said, God is making a way for you. I don't know how long you've been in Egypt. I don't know how long you've been in bondage. But today, God is making a way for you. You are going through the Red Sea. You are crossing over. And the people who kept you bound will try to follow. And God will swallow them up. I came to announce to somebody, God is taking you out of bondage. I came to announce to somebody, God is taking you out of the wilderness. You've been in the wilderness for a long time. Nothing is working. Nothing seems to work. You are living hand to mouth. God gives you manna. He clothes you. He, He gives you shoe, but nothing else. No property, no inheritance, nothing big is happening your way. And you've been in the wilderness for a long time, but you are crossing the Jordan today. God is making a way for you through the Jordan to come into your inheritance and into your promised land. And if you find yourself in the wilderness and you say, all that I have is manna. And these clothes, I've worn them for 40 years. All these shoes, I've worn them for 40 years. God says he's about to open a highway for you in the wilderness. There's going to be a highway in the wilderness. It's going to make everybody look at you and think you are the smartest person ever created. People are going to look at you and say, how did you do it? What books did you read? What, what strategy did you follow? Who, who gave you this advice? All you will know is that God opened the way and you just walked into that way. You didn't even believe the way. You didn't even think it would end well. You just obeyed. And God caused you to be elevated before your enemies. In the wilderness, God will give you a highway. In the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, I stand as the shepherd over the souls of these ones. And for everyone in bondage, captive, held by Pharaoh. After all the signs, he refuses to let them go. Today, Lord, make a way for them. Yes. Make a way for them in the sea. And though the enemy may try to use the same way you have opened, may you trouble the enemy. And may you deliver your righteous ones. May you deliver your people, oh Lord. May you deliver your people, oh Lord. I speak over their lives, over their souls. I speak deliverance. 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 And for your people who are faced in the wilderness, in between deliverance and promise they've been delivered, but they can't get the promise, and they are stuck in one place. I speak, oh God, that you make a way for them, and I speak, inheritance, 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 and for your people who have been in the desert, you have been faithful to give them their manna you have been faithful to clothe them. You have been faithful to give them shoes. But today Lord, I pray for a highway. I highway I speak the highway of the Lord. 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 Elevation. Elevation, and lifting up. and lifting up. In the name, of Jesus, May the Lord rearrange your life. There is a rearrangement. The crooked place is made straight. The crooked place is made straight. The uncertainties are made straight. In the name of Jesus, obstacles are moving out of the way. Obstacles are moving out of the way. Obstacles are moving out of the way. I speak over your life that God has made a way for you. God is making a way for you. He has made a way for you. God has made a way for you in the sea, in the river, in the wilderness. God has made a way for you. God has made a way for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we decree it done. We establish it on earth as it is in heaven. We declare from today, there is a highway before the people of God through the sea. Through the river, through the wilderness, there is a highway. And though foolish, you will never go astray. May the Lord lead you onto his highway. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Oteville, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Mensah Oteville, email oteville at centralgospel.com or call 233-302-688-000.
2: The discerning ear and the spirit of radio, bring loss of cheer Sweet sweet Tele Oh boy Oh boy oh boy that must surely be joy Give it to
1: that is great joy
3: Ted, I don't know about you this morning But to God be the glory for The great things he has done And the greater things he would do yeah, yeah. You know the great things he did for us That yeah. he kept us alive oh, <laughs> I give glory to God And I magnify his name for your life This morning Because well if you weren't there This program wouldn't have been Im- Wouldn't have been Important really <laughs> I mean who would I be Preaching to who would I be broadcasting to? Are you follow what I'm saying? So I have a reason to appreciate God for your life, for keeping you alive, and I believe you also do the same. You also have a reason to magnify the Lord for my sake. Because, well, if I wasn't here. I've heard this, uh, yes. this voice, whichever way it sounds to you, but to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. Yes. My name is Mike Niebuci. Welcome once again to The Reason Is Jesus on Joy 99.7 FM. Oh, yes. Just came through listening to Dr. of the Audible, uh, the part two of God will make a way for you uh, God will make a way for you and this time around he's focusing on the wilderness I don't know who's in the wilderness experience but I'm telling you you are alive today because uh, or you're going through it because God is making a way for you God bless you again dr make a way make a time with him same time next week. God willing Same time 7am till 7.30 you're sure to Have living word and of course Every weekday afternoon after The news at 12 living word Is live on joy 99.7 FM now though You're welcome once again to the reason is Jesus I have worship in my heart I have Praise in my mouth my Heart is filled with Adoration my heart is filled With gratitude To only one The one who deserves it And this morning I invited you to join me Even in magnifying the Lord Praise God This is a song by Darwin Holmes It's actually a medley Recognizing Jesus His love His mercy His goodness Everything he comes with.
2: Letting just prostrate for. I oh, oh, oh.
3: Because of what you did, but it's because of who you are. We love you, cause you are Alpha, Alpha and Omega. Sonny, back to you at the background, bringing our time at five minutes to the top of the hour. We'll play another one. Bow down and worship Him uh, before we go in for the news at eight. All of Thank you, Father. We're going to worship him.
0: The Bible declares that we are to worship him in the beauty of holiness. I want every hand lifted. If you want to close your eyes, go ahead and close them. But I want you to focus upon Jesus now. For he alone is worthy to be worshipped and worthy to be adored. Can I get an amen on that? Can I get an amen on that? The Bible records in Matthew chapter 2 and verse number 11. It says, when the wise men came to the place where baby Jesus was, it says, when they saw him, they fell down and worshipped him. Everybody say, fell down. They bowed down and They worshipped him and the scripture says and then their treasures were opened and they presented unto him gifts and therein is a glorious revelation of the spirit and it is this that when you and I will humble ourselves and begin to worship the treasure that is in this earthen vessel begins to open up somebody say yes and the gifts of the spirit of God that are within us begin to flow I believe if we will worship God with our whole heart, our whole spirit and soul God's presence and power will begin to move in this place people can be healed and delivered even while we're worshipping and recording does anybody believe that with me I want you to lift up your hands now and begin to lift up your voices. That's right. Just begin to open your own mouth and begin to worship him. Out of your spirit, just begin to bless his holy name. If he's done anything for you, just begin to, begin to worship. Just begin to worship. That's right. Begin to worship. give to bless his name. Begin to bless
2: his name. Oh, Come on and rest Isn't it mm-hmm. i down in